It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Trots Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. And a very good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Trot's Talk on this very big day. Brought to you by HRNZ for all your information on harness racing, previews, reviews, videos, all that sort of stuff. HRNZ.co.nz. A big day for the team from HRNZ and Addington Raceway. It is Harness Grand Prix Day at Addington Raceway. Ten races, nine of them at group level, eight of them at group one level. And uh, the first of those gets underway, Group 1-wise, at 10 minutes to 1 o'clock. Of course, Mark Clayton. Clayto will be on course, covering all the action between 1 and 5. The first race goes at 12.15. It is the Harness Racing Unhinged Mobile Pace and is the only race that's not a group race on the day, the last being the only Group 3, the East-West Fencing Summer Cup free-for-all. We will today have guests Tony Hurlihy, Steve Telfer, Mark Purden, Blair Orange and Michael Guerin will come in at the end to wrap up the Inter-Dominions and get his thoughts around races like the Sunshine Stars New Zealand Derby featuring Republican Party and Akuta as they clash for the fourth time. Republican Party currently leads that battle 2-1. to one. Want to win a $50 bet courtesy of our friends at the TAB? Text to double eight double three. Double eight double three, your name, your TAB account number, and the code word today is Grand Prix. I don't mind if you go Grand or Prix or both. Either way, that's the code word. And producer dude Robbie, he wants to know what your best bet is today as well. So give us what you think's the best bet and tell us why, and Robbie can pick out the best answer to that. We had last night the third round of Inter Dominion Heats. Out of Victoria, winners on the night, just believe, trotting-wise, remained unbeaten. Mufasa Metro, the Kiwi bred, and Majestuoso won the trots. And in the Pacers series, Onalua Bay remained unbeaten. Act Now got its second heat win, as did MacDan. So those three pacing winners, of course, all trained by Emma Stewart, and all the pacing heat winners were trained by female trainers. Remarkable effort by those across there in Victoria. Someone who's been there for most of the series but has made a mad dash back for Grand Prix Day today is none other than Tony Hurlihy. He is about to join us on the line. Before we get to him, let's go back to last night and his heat out of Victoria. How did he get on? Into the straight, Sugars is about to press the button on Just Believe. Led three metres to Bolt for Brilliance. The outside, Vacation Hill. Just Believe in front. Bolt for Brilliance is spreading through. Just Believe still in front. Bolt for Brilliance is coming hard but won't get there. And Just Believe goes unbeaten through the heats. So Just Believe at 3-4-3, Jess Tubbs and her husband, Greg Sugars, combined. And Just Believe was able to lead. Bolt was on his back. And uh, Josh Dickey charged up the lane but got within half 
a neck of the eventual winner. Trainer of Bolt for Brilliance has joined us on the phone, Tony Hurlihy. Tony, that's half of the story. The other half evolved as Bolt came out of the wash. As I say, a very good morning to you. Yeah, yeah, good as gold, Greg. Yeah, you know, it was, um, yeah, Josh had done a great job getting him a good run and nice trip. And they, he said they just sprinted pretty hard up the straight, so it was, it was always going to be hard to catch that other little horse. But um, yeah, I thought Bolt, Bolt went, went good, you know, considering the times and what have you and the way the race has run. But yeah, and then, like you say, when Josh was actually talking to me on the phone, he came out of the wash and walking towards him, he said he just, he just looks a bit lame, you know, and, um, yeah, so we've obviously waiting on the bet to, at the moment just to confirm things. But he did, I had spoken to him this morning and he did say he's 100% better, but it could be a little foot abscess. It's just hard to say, you know, that if we can work on it and hopefully have him, have him right, but um, we still can't confirm anything really yet, Greg. All right, so the vet today will uh, will go over him. Obviously, the stewards across there in Victoria will be involved as well. So it's really wait and see over the next 24, 48 hours. Now, I know you're going back tomorrow. Uh, if it is something like that, Tony, it's it's not going to be a fitness issue, clearly, with him because uh, obviously he's uh, he's come through three heats and, and he appears to have come through them really well and it hasn't been an arduous series in that respect. So if it is something you're able to, uh, I suppose, have the maintenance with this week, that's what you're most hopeful for? Yeah, exactly, Greg. Yeah, like you say, if he has to miss a... A day or two, well, well, that that won't, um, won't. His fitness will be still right at the top. I, I feel, um, uh, yeah, and it'll just depend on. Hopefully, we can get on top of it if that's what it is. We're just, like I said, we just can't confirm it just yet. But um, we're we're hoping that's what it is. Just a foot abscess, and with a few days work on that and um, poultice in his foot and what have you, we may, we may be okay to go. But um, then, like I say, it'll be later in the week. The stewards will obviously come out and and want to have a look at him, and um, which is fair enough, and find out that if we're, if we're not happy with him, obviously he won't be starting anyway, Greg, so, yeah. Yep, yep, the horse comes first, no question about that, Tony. Uh, look, through the series, he's been great, Just Believe's obviously been very good, um, uh, Mufasa Metro and Majestuoso, but, uh, yeah, you're taking that minor problem that hopefully is, is only minor uh, going forward, um, you must be delighted with the way he's come through the series. Yeah, no, we, we we looked at him like yesterday before I left, and um, yeah, he's, he really looked really looked good. And um, Sammy Kilgour sent me a photo of him before he got on the track last night to go to the races, and yeah, he, look, he looked the picture actually. So um, you know, it was just obviously a bit of bad luck there. Hopefully, we can we can um, resurrect it, but but um, we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, no, he's come through it great, and hasn't missed an oat and all that sort of thing, and yeah, it seems nice and bright and. Yeah, happy like that, but um, yeah, we've just got a bit of work ahead of us, hopefully, Greg, to um, keep on course. Yeah, you give that Josh an opportunity, eh? <laughs> Look what happens. <laughs> he'll be hurting too, knowing knowing what he's oh, like. He'll be, yeah, I could only imagine the phone call. It, it wouldn't have been a pleasant thing for him. No, 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 exactly. Like, he was so pleased with the way the horse went, and then as he's watching him talking to me, and he can see him, but I could, I could feel his lip drop just talking to me, but um, yeah, but I know him and Samuel do all they can the next 24 hours until I get back there to to um, have him on, you know, have him in the race if, if we can. Yeah, but in saying that, because, you know, he's, he's um, 
it's not it's not like he's not not as if he's done a tendon or you know got, got a um, broken a leg or anything like that. So hopefully that's all it is, and um, we can certainly go forward. All right, really appreciate uh, the update, Tony, and we, on behalf of all the harness racing fans here, we wish you and the team all the best in uh, getting that sorted, and hopefully we get to see him in the final next week, where, of course, he'll take on another key win, Queen Alita. I didn't mention her before, finishing second behind Mufasa Metro. She's been one of the stars of the trotting series as well. Tony, you've come back to an enormous day at Addington Raceway today, a beautiful day as well. It's going to be a high of about 26 uh, let's talk about the reason you're back and Double Delight is her name in the main. You've got some other chances today, but Double Delight, who's the star filly. Uh, she has been brilliant in her career thus far. She's never finished further back than second until her last start where she copped a check early and broke and as a result was a subsequent late scratching. But Tony, she had a gallop late in that race as well because she did continue on. Um, what's the reports this week as I know you only got back yesterday? Uh, yeah, no, well, Chanel Lawson's been down with her the whole week, and um, she's been very pleased with her work, like, even leading up to the week before. Um, so it was a bit of a hiccup there, and, and Tony Cameron, who drove her, said she was just a lot more wound up a bit to what she usually is. She's really laid back, fully as a rule, but he said she was just sort of, even in the prelim, quite wound up, you know, whether the trip and that had just sort of buzzed her up a bit, but we um, had a couple of little gear changes, we put the half hobbles back on her, and just a, just a confidence thing more for me than for her, I think. But, um, yeah, so if she's at her best, she'll be very competitive. But, um, yeah, and she seems very well. So so just keep our fingers crossed that everything goes. Have a bit more luck with her. I'll tell you what, Tony, the Pro Nature Probiotic New Zealand Trotting Derby may very well be the race of the day because you consider you've got her, obviously, Congrazia Love, who took out the Oaks last week, Hidden Talent, who's immensely talented, and I haven't even mentioned the boys yet. Hot to trot, uh, obviously Highgrove, who had your measure in the Northern Derby, but you were taking good ground off it. And El Conqueror is not the worst either. Sonny Louie, um, masterly. This is this is a very good field, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it certainly is. Um, it's, it's, yeah, like you say, it should be a, a good race in over twenty six hundred metres. It'll hopefully give everybody their chance. And um, yeah, and um, yeah, we'll see how we see how we go. She's a very good stayer, Tony. We know that. She's already beaten the boys, winning a harness jewels. Is that her greatest attribute, her staying prowess? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, she has got a fair bit of bottom to her when she's when she's on a game. Um, and like you say, she went, I think they might have run a record in the uh, new, uh, Great Northern Derby, the Trotting Derby, and when she ran second to Highgrove. And um, like you say, she never stopped coming up with strides and... Um, yeah, so it is when she's at her best. She's um, can really a good stand mare, and um, this this trip will do her no harm either. Just a trip away from home and and give her a bit more of an education. But um, yeah, we'd certainly like to like the people to see how good she can be if she's right on a game. Yeah. All right, a couple of two-year-old fillies go round in the sixth on the program, the Canterbury Spa and Pool Ace of Hearts. Luby Lil, who you'll drive, and Regal Girl for your good friend Jim Curtin. Uh, what are your expectations off the back row, considering high energy's unbeaten in four and has a front row draw, but Luby Lil and uh, Regal Girl, they, they're both handy types, aren't they? Yeah, they are, and, and to be fair to them, probably they've had a fairly long prep this one, so I think whatever they've done this prep, they'll should be stronger for next time. Um, but um, they both both seem well and, and trialled nice last week at uh, Rangiora and um, 
yeah, obviously, um, Mark's Philly's really strong and beat the boys um, very, very nicely the other night. So she's obviously, and I know he has got a got quite a rap on her. So um, yeah, she's obviously the one to beat. And if we can be there amongst them, the girls do everything right. Well, I'll, I'll be pleased with them. Tony, what do you make of what is essentially the old jewels and, and being at the end of the season, it's like a grand grand final. Um, a lot of these horses, particularly the two-year-olds, they, they have, well, yes, it becomes a long season, but they almost have time to develop, particularly through that uh, middle part of the year. Do you think it's here to stay, and, and do you like the concept? Uh, yeah, well, if, if, you know, if we haven't got the jewels, though, this is the next best thing we can we can get, Greg. So, um, and, and I know just being in Australia... Few of the boys, I, I told them I was going back to drive here, and they said, "Oh, what's on there?" I was a bit surprised they didn't know more about it. But when they looked up the fields, they, I think they're all going to be perched up this afternoon watching all the racing in New Zealand. So, um, yeah, so it, so it's good like that, um, and some good, obviously good, good horses, and even the likes of Self Assured and them in a free for all later in the day, and just having those ones there and the um, and the big trot as well. Um, yeah, that'll be very interesting, and yeah, like you say, there's some just some. Absolute great horses. Great talent going around there today, so you couldn't ask for a better feels, really. No, exactly, Tony. Hey, really appreciate you taking the time out. Wish you all the best today and in the next 24 to 48 hours with Bolt for Brilliance as he builds towards an Inter-Dominion trotting final, we hope. And, yeah, good luck today, mate. Good on you, Greg. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Thank you. That's uh, Master Horseman, outstanding horseman. He's trained over a 1,000 winners, and he is the leading driver of all time with over 3,600 winners, one Anthony Grant Hurley. He's got his work cut out today from the second row with Double Delight and with Luby Lil and Regal Girl. They go around in races four and six, respectively. He also drives Vinca B in race number five, which is... Uh, well, it'll be one of the classics, I think, today. The crossing ace of spades for the two-year-olds, but picks up that drive for Mark Purden and Hayden Cullen. And effectively, he's won one of those before with Sky Major, back when it was a harness duel. Do you want to win that $50? Text your name, your TAB account number, and the code word Grand Prix, along with your best bet of the day and why it's the best bet of the day. Producer Dude, Robbie, will select at the end of the show the lucky winner, the recipient of that $50 bonus bet courtesy of the TAB. Coming up for you, Mark Purden. He and Hayden Cullen uh, have 22, yes, 22 runners on Harness Grand Prix Day today, so we need to have a chat to him, in particular around the Sunshine Stars New Zealand at Derby, where, of course, he drives the favourite, the $2 favourite, Akuta, as he goes head-to-head once again with Republican Party. And later on in the programme, we'll hear from the driver of Republican Party in Blair Orange. The moment, though, we'll take a short break. You're on Trot's Talk, S-E-N-Z, for H-R-N-Z. Go to hrnz.co.nz. For all your info. Welcome back into Trot's Talk on this enormous day, Grand Prix Day, with Harness Racing New Zealand and Addington Raceway out of, uh, well, I always claim it's the best track in Australasia, the fairest track in Australasia. Ten races, nine group races, eight at Group 1 level. It's going to be enormous. Kicks off at 12.15 as uh, we continue on with the preview. Let's just go back to last week, though, and, well, we caught up with Cran Dalgetty talking about his chances last week, and... He thought Raka Notta would be very hard to beat. 
been racing super as we sort of generally know. She's just a lax at instant sort of quick speed, but um, just got real determination and keeps going the same speed the whole way. So, so car's quite enjoying the uh, so-called instructions because just got a driver like he's stolen us. Yeah, she is the top of the pile. Rakanota holding them at bay. Motormouth late, but will not get there. Rakanota. Carter Del Getty gets a double. Yeah, brilliant uh, tipping there from uh, Crandell Getty. He and his wife Chrissy trade Rakanota. Carter got the business done on the bike. $3.50. Wasn't the only winner. We caught up with uh, Tim Williams as well. And I asked him what the best of his drives was last Sunday. Oh, I'd like to say Artie by the seaside, Greg. She's so honest. And, you know, she, she's mixed it with the best of them and can run some really strong races. So you know, hopefully uh, she can go one better today and... Uh, one on the board. Hardy by the seaside holding on and holding on well. Secret Delight holding second, but it's Hardy by the seaside. $2.80 at the time. Multi those up. Nice wee return and a big thank you to our guests each and every week. And we hope you tune in and you can get some value out of the best bets of the day. A team, an enormous day for them ahead. We're not. Uh, well, they're not foreign to this anyway, is the All-Stars team of Mark Purden and Hayden Cullen. Mark's kindly joined us on the line on what's going to be a beautiful day here in Canterbury. It's going to be hot. The racing's going to be hot, Mark. You must be looking forward to, I suppose, in, in many ways, the end-of-season finale. Mm, good morning, Greg. Good morning, listeners. Yeah, certainly, Greg, and we've got a beautiful day to, to cap uh, such a you know premier day of racing. Off. Mark, the... The, the Derby is such the benchmark anywhere around the world, and this is the 109th running of the Sunshine Stars New Zealand Derby. Um, look, today, a lot of people are suggesting it's a race in two. Derbies are never normally as simple as that, but the clash between Akuta and Republican Party thus far, which he leads 2-1, by the way, Republican Party, is one that a lot of people uh, have a lot of anticipation about. Um, I'm picking you one of them. Oh, yes, it'll be an exciting race. Uh, certainly got me with butterflies at the moment. Uh, you know, before the draws come out, you'd be ideally would have been nice to draw an inside Republican Party, but uh, no, he's got the advantage of, on us on the draw, and uh, he's going to take a lot of beating. He certainly is, Mark, but your guy, he's come through the New Zealand Cup run clearly well, an outstanding effort for a horse of his age taking on the free-fallers running fourth. Then he, uh, well, he got past Republican Party in the lead-up the Ian Dobson last week, and it was only right on the line. There was a pencil line between them. How's he been since then, Mark? And often you say he's quite hard to keep on top of because he's such a, a good-doing horse. How's he been this week? Yes, well, he benefited from the run, Greg. He's, uh, he certainly looks a little bit tighter this week. Uh, his work's been good, so uh, you know, he sort of thrives on racing. And, um, yeah, yeah no, very, very, very happy with him. All right, looking forward to seeing uh, he and Republican Party clash. You also have Franco India in the race with uh, Natalie doing the driving. Where's he at, Mark, and what what's your realistic expectations with him? Yeah, well, <laughs> I just said this morning at morning tea time. I think he's he might be the smoky of the team. He's, you know, um, last year's form in November. Um, you know, he's certainly in great form then and looked one of the best three rolls around. His form this time round hasn't been so good, but he just he feels like he's turning the corner and starting to come to it. So, uh, you know, he'd probably be out of the early early burn and and sitting there midfield or, or a little bit closer to the pace. And uh, he's he's not one I sort of underrate. I'm pretty happy with him. All right, well, he uh, is at really good money for the Sunshine Stars 
uh, New Zealand derby today, and not surprisingly, giving the dominance of Republican Party and Akuta. But Franco Indy out to twenty six and four dollars fifty. Probably a good day to be playing multiples, top three, top four scenarios, and he might be one worth putting in. Race number nine, Mark, is the IRT New Zealand Oaks, where your team have a five pronged attack, headed up by True Fantasy from the inside. Natalie drives again. I think she's won four of the last five Oaks. Nat, and uh, she's on the dominant favourite here. And she's been the dominant filly, Mark, but is barrier one advantageous for her? It's, it's probably it's, it's probably a draw where you've got to, you know, you've got to show your hand early and, and, and have her up there and, and uh, ask her to come out of that gate. So, you know, that does force you the one draw to do that. Um, yeah, look, I, I think she's capable. She's certainly capable of doing it. And... Uh, Perhaps, you know, looking at the front line, there's, there's probably not a lot there that would worry her. Um, yeah, so uh, she, can, she can hold up without doing too much work. Well, she's certainly got to be the one to beat. Mark, you drive Queen of Diamonds. Uh, she's drawn the outside of the front row. Her form's been a little bit different, but at her best, she's very good. And she has early speed. Is there a chance that you'll be using that? Well, possibly I would have if I was really happy with her, but I just thought... Um, particularly a last run was just below par and, and I couldn't put my finger on it. The training's been quite good this week, but perhaps just not as good as I'd like it to be. So I, I don't think um, you'll see her in the early bird. All right, no matter what, Chambray, a better you, your others in the Oaks. No matter what, has a few tricks gate-wise, but definitely has the motor and the 2,600 metres should be ideal for her. Yes, we've, we've added hobble shortness to her, Greg, and I think that'll be a big help to her. But um, you know, Olivia just said she was fine until she just asked her to hold that spot and asked her for a little bit extra, and she just got the wobble. So from a three draw, she doesn't have to do that, and, and with the hobble shortness, and she should be better again. So uh, you know, I, I can see her being up handy early anyway. All right, she's been to the trials during the week just to get that ticket back from behind the gate. Millwood, Nike and Lovestruck go round in race number three, the Avon City Ford Ace of Diamonds. Uh, will she remain unbeaten today, Millwood, Nike? She has the draw to operate from Mark, and she's just a beautiful filly. Yeah, she is, Greg, and I'm pretty, very happy with the training. Um, you know, I thought she's beaten them all before and, and hasn't had the best runs to do from a From a good draw and, and a half-reasonable run, you think she'd be able to do it again today. All right, love struck your other runners about $31. Let's go to the fifth mark where you have numerically an advantage, uh, as you often do in the two-year-old boys event, the Crossing Ace of Spades. Uh, Sherlock comes up with barrier one. He's shortened into a dollar and at 90 cents. He was luckless in the size stakes final. He was good last week. He deserves that tag today, doesn't he? Yes, he does, yeah. And, uh, you know, probably his main danger is uh, drawn the second line, so he's going to be working for a good part of the race. But uh, I think the source he's really furnished into a lovely horse, and uh, I'm sure Nat will give him his best, best chance. All right, don't stop dreaming. You're talking about his main danger. How's he been since he won the size? Yeah, he's been very good, Greg. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think there's much between them. I think probably the, the size... Um, you could see that Sherlock had clearly bridged the gap with his performance on that day. And um, I think, given the draws, he's going to take a lot of beat. All right, Mark, of your other chances, Vinka B, Carrera Rapido, 
Uh, you've also got Final Collect with Style. They're all off the front row and off the outside back row. Sinbad, a horse that you know well, won on Cup Day, subsequently relegated, but then was pretty awesome last uh, week. Uh, Dead Set bolted in on that occasion. Is, is Sinbad the best of those other handful? I would say so, Greg. You know, he's another that's going to be working it for a good part of the race, but um, I think the way he went Cup Day, then the way he backed it up and won well. Um, and the way he's trained through the week, he's got to be our, our third pick and, um, you know, not far behind the other two, I wouldn't think. All right, Sam Otley takes the drive there. High energy goes round in that sixth on the programme. Four from four, Mark. Um, she, she looks like she could be anything. She beat the boys last time. That makes her incredibly hard to beat today. Yes, that's right. And, uh, yeah, that's right. And... Uh, Field doesn't look as strong as last week, and and uh, I think from from last week she's she's possibly a little bit better. So she's she's got to take a lot of beating today. East West Fencing Summer Cups, the final on the program. You've got Spankham and Self Assured to pref draw. You draw wide out with these two super paces. Um, what what can we expect today? Given it's a couple of weeks, well, just under thirteen days to the new hundred thousand dollar Group One Invercargill Cup. Um, they're not going to be going back at the start, you wouldn't think, Mark, but how have they come through Cup Week? And of the two of them, what do you think's the most forward? Yeah, they've, they've come through Cup Week great, Greg. Um, you know, this morning they just had a 20-minute jog on the lead and they were both just jumping out of their skin. So uh, they're in the right place. Um, I would probably... Probably hard to separate them. I think um, Spankin was dead unlucky in the free-for-all. Uh, cup week, and um, and I think it's his, more his distance. I think, um, you know, possible scenario is he's going to end up in the 1-1, and, and if that's the case, I think Spankham, you know, might be the better of the two chances today. All right. Well, he's certainly the better value. He's at about $6.50. Mark, thanks so much for taking the time out. Have a chat to us. Uh, all the very best to you, Hayden, Natalie, the whole team there at the All-Stars, and go well on the inaugural Grand Prix day. Thanks very much, Greg. All right, brilliant to have uh, Mark Purden. Man, who used to work for him. He may have heard the conversation around the derby. I'm not sure. Is Blair Orange, the country's leading rainsman. Uh, thanks for your time this morning, Blair. G'day, Greg. How are you, mate? Yeah, excellent. I'm picking you might not have heard the derby discussion there with Mark Purden, but I reckon you you know what might, what he might have said. No, I didn't hear it, mate, but please tell me. Um, yeah, he's looking forward to it. He's happy with his horse, and he knows how hard you're going to be uh, to beat from a draw that I know you're going to take full advantage of. Let's talk about his build-up. He beat the older horses on Cup Day in the junior free-for-all in 3-8 over this distance, and then, of course, he beat Akuta last week in the Ian Dobson You've said for a wee while now he's a horse you have enormous confidence in, therefore going into the derby. That hasn't changed. No, that's right, Greg. I've always um, had an opinion of him, and, you know, the opinion's got a little bit higher as, as time's gone on, and, you know, as he strutted and stuff on the track, and, you know, he's really um, showing me what I believe he could do. What do you expect to happen out of the gate, given where Beach Ball's drawn, and we know his normal modus has been to lead, but he handed over last week. How much pressure do you believe there will be in the first 800 metres of this year's derby? Um, 
Um, there's probably going to be a little bit of Greg, you know, these, these races. Um, sometimes drivers do different things and think outside the square as per normal. But as you say, Beach Bull's normally uh, a gate runner, so, you know, I'll be expecting that. But um, I'd be very surprised if he wanted to go to war with me early. Okay, you've had a great run in the derby, winning the last derby, which unbelievably blares about 18 months ago uh, with Krug. Of course, you've won a derby with Sheriff. You know what it takes to win the star race for the three-year-olds. Have you got the horse to do it? Yeah, I have, mate. Yep. All right, that's all we need to know for the 109th running of the Sunshine Stars New Zealand Derby. Blair Orange believing he's got the horse. Mark Purden the same. What a clash it's going to be. 3.44 this afternoon at Addington Raceway. Some of your other drives, Blair, there's been money for Forever Me. Goes round in race number three, $16 into 11. Uh, beautifully bred, obviously, by Sweet Lou out of Adore Me. You had a steer for her on her for the first time last week and must have been a pretty good sort of a feel. Yeah, I was very happy with her run uh, last Sunday, Greg. Uh, just done a little bit wrong around the last bit and wanted to lay in a bit and put a couple of bad steps in, but um, we had to fight a little bit of gear on her, they said, and yeah, I, I was very happy with that. So she's definitely not out of it with, with the run last week, but uh, she's going to need a little bit of luck to beat, to beat a couple of them anyway. All right, Millwood Nike favourite over Forever Me's stablemate Kalua Flyby and the not-too-distant future will be speaking with Steve Telfer about uh, their team today, so we'll get an update there. Where are we at, Blair, for the trotting derby, which may very well be the race of the day, the Pro Nature Probiotic New Zealand trotting derby. You're on the Hamiltonian winner in Mystic Max. What did you make of him last week, and how much does he need to improve because he's got a wide front row draw this week? Yeah, not too worried about the draw, Greg, to be honest. He hasn't got sort of high gate speed, so if he's sort of drawn, you know, further in, he, probably, he would have ended up probably where he's going to end up anyway from drawing out wide. But it was only a sprint home now to start, mate, and, you know, he's, he's got a sort of push-button horse. He's uh, more of a stayer, so the further distance is going to help him. Uh, I know he won the mile at, at Ashburton, but it was a real strong mile. So, um yeah, I'm happy with him, Greg, but he's going to be a little bit of luck or so and just have to hope the race is running a good tempo for him. But he's definitely a top four chance, Greg. All right, it could be the race of the day, race number four, the trotting derby of 2022. I don't reckon final collects the worst, Blair, going round uh, against the likes of Sherlock and Don't Stop Dreaming, but he hasn't had a lot of luck in, in the big races, often from poor draws, Blair, and he was probably expected to win at Timaru, but that was a sprint home and he was parked out uh, outside of Da Vinci. Uh, do you give him a first four chance today? Yeah, I do, Greg. Um... You know, he's had no luck with draws or anything the whole time I've been sitting behind him. And, you know, Timur, I think he just put a line through. He uh, he definitely should have won the race, and he just never travelled the whole way. And even though he did sit outside the leader for the last thousand, I still thought he, he was entitled to run better, and, and Mark thought the same. So we've added the blinds to him today, mate, and uh, hopefully he sharpens up a bit with them. And, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's kind of one of those horses that could be a wee sleeper in that field, but... But also, you know, he's um, probably just a length or two behind a couple of better ones. Well, you've got a couple of other outside drives, one for Paul Nee in the Ivy League and a better you. It's not going to be a hard answer this. Best drive of the day for you? Yeah, we'll go with um, Republican Party, mate. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a very good race. and Yeah, it's, um, I think the sleeper in the derby, Greg, for me, is John Hayes. He's done nothing wrong and 
he's a horse on the up and, you know, he's beautifully trained by John. And, yeah, I think he could be the sleeper in the race, Greg, but it's, um, it's going to be a great contest. Yeah, Wheels of Fortune, $26 chance. Jay Hay knows his way around a good horse. Are you excited, Blair? It's three weeks after New Zealand Cup week, of course, but there's a million dollars up. There's eight Group 1s. Um, these are the days that you don't mind getting up in the wet at 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> That's right, mate. Um, you know, it's great to have all the good horses at, at the one meeting and, you know, um, eight Group 1s on a beautiful day and, you know, they're going to run for lightning times and, you know, the cream does normally rise to the top in, in these sort of races. But, um, yeah, really looking forward to the day, mate, and um, just hope we come out on top in a couple. All right, really appreciate your time, Blair. Go well, and uh, good luck, particularly in the derby today. Cheers, mate. All right, that's Blair Orange, four-time Premiership winner. He's going to make it five because he's that far in front. It's not funny. Want to win that $50 bonus bet? Double eight, double three, heaps of texts coming through. Bruce McKendry, he thinks it will be Republican Party. He's got the best draw and a top driver in Blair Orange. Plenty of entries coming through. Uh, and, of course, someone's going with Da Vinci there. Cole Malloy, good on you. Thinks it's going to get the perfect run behind Sherlock. Eight Group 1's on offer today. Win that $50 bonus bet. You could get involved with the tab. We appreciate them. Double eight, double three. Your name, your TAB account number. Code word today is Grand Prix. And tell us who you think is the best bet and why. Short break here. Other side, Steve and Amanda Telfer. They've got numerically... The second biggest team there today behind the All-Stars. We'll catch up with Steve and get his thoughts on their chances. Welcome back into Trot's Talk. Uh, Want we'll to enter that competition. Double eight, double three, best bet of the day. And uh, tell us why you think it'll win. Double eight, double three, your name, your TAB account number. Code words, Grand Prix. Gee, there's a few coming in here. Hot to Trot's pretty popular. Republican Party the same. Someone here thinks BD Joe will win the last. Put it on to your nosebleeds. Okay, that's uh, one way of looking at it. Uh, but keep them coming in and uh, you'll be in that draw uh, to win the $50 bonus bet. Steve and Amanda Telfer, they lead the premiership at the moment. They'll be looking to maintain that lead today. It's probably going to be a difficult task, uh, Steve, given that your great rival, the All-Stars team of Mark Purden and Hayden Cullen, have almost three times as many runners you have on the day. And you've got a, a big day ahead, but I'm sure you're looking forward to it. Grand Prix Day. Yeah, no, thanks, Greg. Yeah, look, really looking forward to it. You know, just arrived on track and, um, you know, it's a lovely day and um, looking forward to a good day's racing. Steve, I asked a few of our earlier guests about this, what is effectively grand final day and with the change of horse birth date. How do you think it's uh, played out? And, uh, are you a fan? Yeah, look, I, look, no, I am. You know, it's a, you know, you, if you're not excited on these days, then, um, you know, it's hard to get excited. You know, there's... Um, what is there, eight group one, you know, the fast class race as well. And, um, you know, it, it is the, um, the end of the uh, official season for them. And, um, you know, a lot of them will be looking for a break. But, um, you know, I like the way the season's, um, the season's panned out for them. And, um, you, know, I, you know, I have to say I'm a big fan. Yep, totally concur with you there. Let's get into your chances. Uh, we'll go to race one, seeing it's uh, not too far away. In fact, quarter past 12, so we're only 35 minutes out from a start. You guys have got Show Me Heaven in there. She's got a good draw this week. Yeah, look, she has got a good draw. She's um, she's had a few dodgy draws lately, and she's a horse with good gate speed. And um, you know, Ellie will Ellie will try and try and look to get to the front. She's a mare that races best when she's in front. Uh, saying that, um, uh, you know, I think there's you know three, four, five. You know, there's some very quick beginners in there. So um, whether she can get to the front will will be another 
another factor, but um, that's what she'll be trying. That's what she's look, looking to do anyway, and that's where she races best. All right, she's a nice each-way price. Race number three, where you've got a strong hand, of course. Uh, headed up by Carlua Flyby in the two-year-old Phillies Avon City Ford Ace of Diamonds. Uh, let's start with her. She's had a great season. She's possibly just been unlucky to run into Millwood Nike. Yeah, look, we're thrilled with the season she's had. She's um, she's just about been in everything all year and and um, hasn't gone a bad race, really. So, um Credit to the other horse, um, you know, Mark's horse has, uh, you know, just been too good for us, uh, haven't had too many excuses, so, um, you know, hopefully um, hopefully we can get a good trip today and, and turn the tables. She has very good early speed, would you anticipate Tim using that? Yeah, look, I don't think you'll go back, um, you know, I think, um, talking to Tim, I think you'll, you'll have a look early, um, there are a few quick beginners, especially a couple of stablemates are quite quick. Millwood Nike's obviously, you know, drawn well in two. Um, and Nathan's horse has shown a tendency to get up near the front as well. So, um, look, she'll look to go forward. It'd be hard to give Millwood Nike too big a start and, and, and expect to pick her up. So, um, um, yeah, that'll be the tactics at the, at the start. Steve, Artie by the seaside uh, beat Forever Me last week, but there was a lot to like about the second horse. She charged home, and Blair Orange we just had on before, uh, he said she gave him a really nice feel, and he expects her to go another bold race. Is there much between them? You're either rather being Secret Delights a lot longer in the market? Yeah. Yeah, look, Secret Delight, um, she's raced um, in grade races and hasn't really raced um, this company throughout the season. Um, she, she would be a little... She'd be a few lengths behind those those other three, but the, the barrier one gives her a, a chance to get a nice nice suck along and, and hopefully run into a top four spot. That's where I see her. Um, the other two fillies, look, they've been they've been great. Um, they were up and going early in the season. The young guns, which forever me one. Um, she's a tough filly. Um, we just lost her at the after about her second start this time in. She had a couple of hard runs and trained off and freshened her up. And her last couple of runs, she just got better and better and. Well, I was thrilled to see the speed she showed um, in the last 400 to make up that much ground. And, um, you know, she is a go-forward horse and um, does race tough as well. So um, I would expect her to go forward and um, be put on the pace and, and, and run a good race. All right, Hardy looking forward. Season. Yep, carry on, Hardy mate. She's just been a... Um, she's just got better and better all season. She doesn't really look like a two-year-old, but she's, um, she's handled the racing well. Um, you know, dominant win last week, really. And um, the um, the team at the, start, at the stables tell me that uh, her work during the week was um, very, very good. So, um, yeah, I would expect her to run a good race as well. Yeah, good contest. Race number three, the Ace of Diamonds. Let's go to the Ace of Spades. And Ulta Meteor, he's another one that's had a, a really good season. I know he surprised you a little bit uh, once he came yeah. south, but uh, there's been nothing to dislike about the way he's gone. No, you're exactly right. He did he did surprise me with how quickly he picked it up. Um, and, um, you know, he's raced in the best races through and done a bit of work and um, he does show speed. So, um, you know, just got the general all-around game, really. So uh, he'll need that from seven. Um, so um, he has got gate speed. I would expect him to probably punch forward and, and get a spot handy to the pace. And, um, yeah, look, he's been good all season and um, he's going to deserve a bit of time off uh, after today. You've got obsession going around in the IRT New Zealand Oaks and two starts back at Addington on Cup Day. Charge time, a really impressive late finish, which to me would indicate that she should be suited by the 2600 today if she can get a similar sort of a run. 
Yeah, look, that was a great run. Um, you know, charge zone went really good. Um, through the second row, I would think that Tim would just, um, he'd probably just stop at the fence and, and with two fantasy drawing one and be three or four back the fence and, and, and look for gaps late because that's the way to drive her. She can't do any work in her races. Um, needs to be held up for the last the last run at them. Um, and um, yeah, so that's the best way to drive her. Disappointed with her last run at Timaru, um, but um, she was forced to do a little bit of work and that's... Uh, that's just not her. So she, um, she has trained trained well in the last fortnight and um, held up for a late run. We're hoping to see her hit the line strong. All right, and one of the stable stars, BD Joe, goes round in the Summer Cup, the last on the program. Um, look, he's had a great season. He just had no luck during Cup Week. How's he come through that? And expectations today with a build towards the Invercargill Cup. Yeah, look, he's um, yeah, you're right. He's, he's done nothing wrong all season. Um, we gave him four, four or five days off. After the um, uh, cup week, um, Mandy said he was um, bouncing around and, and, and wanted to come back into work. So um, just wait for that truck to go by. Um, yeah, and he, um, <laughs> he he's trained. Uh, look, he's trained great. Um, he looks a pitcher. Um, only the 1980, so um, and a horse with a lot of gate speed. So um, yeah, Tim Tim was a bit. Bit reserved about whether the best thing was to go forward or back, but um, whatever he does, um, he can win from. Um, I think he can win from 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 either spot really. So, um, but the horse is great, and whatever he does today, um, he will improve a wee bit on. Hey Steve, really appreciate your time. Congratulations on uh, the season thus far. Let's hope it continues on for you over the next month and today. What's the best of the Stonewall Stud team at Addington Raceway on Grand Prix Day? Uh, BD Joe, mate, yeah. All right, we wait to the last. BD Joe, thanks for your time, Steve. No worries, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye. All right, that's Steve Telfer, Steve and Amanda. They are the Premiership leaders. Last chance to get in the competition. Best bet of the day is listening to you, Greg. Oh, that might be a winner. <laughs> Good on you, Troy. Uh, other than that, he's gone with Muscle Mountain. He thinks it might be his day today. Why wouldn't it be? Double eight, double three. your name, your TOB account number, the code word Grand Prix. Make sure you put that in and you'll be sped in the day, on the day and why. Short break, other side, Michael Guerin. Welcome back into Trot's Talk. We're about 20 minutes away from a start in the first on Grand Prix day. Michael Guerin won't be at a big harness meeting on track, but he'd be tuned in for sure. Comes to us from Victoria. Morning to you, Michael. Morning, Gregor. I'll be watching. I'll be writing some stories for the Herald and for HRNZ. So uh, good luck to everybody involved today for what's going to be a pretty special day at the office. We've had Tony Hurlihy on this morning to get an update, of course, on Bolt for Brilliance. We won't know too much more uh, over the next 24 hours once the vets have gone over him, etc. But what do we take out of last night's Inter-Dominion on Alua Bay, unbeaten, and, of course, the ladies winning all of the pacing heats training-wise? He always Bolt for Brilliance first, Greg. I spoke to Josh Dickey just a few minutes ago, and he said, look, we're hoping, best-case scenario, it's an abscess or... Um, you know, a bit of bruising in the hoof. Worst case scenario, it could be something worse, but they're not going to know that until they get the horse x-rayed, but that's what they're hoping. Um, it's just felt a series that has gone from good to bad to worse the whole way along. It's uh, It's been a real mess. Through no one's fault, just luck and things being the way they are, but, gee, it's a, it's a long road ahead, and it's going to happen very quickly between now and next Saturday. You'd, I just don't get the feeling he can turn up and win this, Greg, unless something remarkable happens in the next 48 hours. 
Um, what about pacing-wise? Yeah. Well, the females have dominated. Um, Emma Stewart's team has always been very hard to beat in Victoria, and obviously the series is in Victoria. They've got a lot of fit, young horses who are sound. They've got gate speed, Greg. Having five in the final gives them lots of options next week. Now, the barrier draw is... 7.30 Australian time tomorrow night. So Monday night, around about 9.30. So it's quite late for Kiwi listeners. They, they're probably going to win the final because Team McCarthy's horses were only okay last night at best. And a couple of horses have snuck into the final who can't win. Horses like I Cast No Shadow and Pete said so. So all of a sudden, you've got the very realistic chance that Emma Stewart gets two or three on the front line, maybe more, and they end up lead trailing around Melton over the 27.60. Impossible to go past them. Uh, I know it's still a long way out from the final six days, Gregor, but that barrier draw tomorrow night could go as close to deciding the final as just about anything else we've seen so far. Michael, what's the one race, I think I know what it is, that you're looking forward to the most today? The Trotters Derby. I think it's a really great trotting derby race. Um, very even one of the better three-year-old trotting races I've seen. And Highgrove might be a really good horse, but he's such an unusual horse, it's hard to tip him on top. You know, there's a nice element of the, the North Island versus the South Island, the girls versus the boys. And it's not a race that's going to be dominated by, you know, the biggest stables. Team Telfer or the All-Stars aren't going to be winning a race like this. So I think it's a, it's a really interesting race. I think there's lots of short-priced favourites, Greg. I think they paint themselves a little bit. And I'm keen to have a little bit each way on spank him at the big odds and the last on the card. So looking forward to seeing how it unfolds, Greg. But most importantly, after we saw the bolt last night, I just hope they all get round in one piece. Everybody's safe and happy and we have some good racing. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. Really appreciate your time as always. And uh, we'll have a wrap of that Inter-Dominion Finals night next week. Enjoy your Sunday. Thanks, brother. Beautiful. That's uh, Michael Guerin out of Victoria. Producer dude, Robbie, we've had some cracking answers here. Heaps of entries to win the $50 with the tab. But oh, a lot of good, on? A lot of good tips coming in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chuck them all into a multi. No, I'm not. Nice. No, actually, <laughs> You'll be there a while. Imagine the payout on that. <laughs> Goodness. Um, anyway, yeah, it is limited to 10 horses, mate, so oh, just true. be careful. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Uh, anyway, our winner today, um, it's got to be got to be James, actually, who says the best bet is BD Joe which I don't mind. Uh, normally I'd back self-assured, but Mark didn't seem 100% convinced. Uh, and Steve backed it as the best bet, so I'd say that's a decent bet on the track. And James also says the best bet off the track is for him to eat five pizzas. So he's, nice. he's doing all right. Yep, good luck to him. That's a big old day, both on the punt and on the eat. That's been your Trot's Talk with S-E-N-Z. Dog Speed is next. Looking forward to Mark Rosanowski and Dan Roberts taking you through those two Greyhound race meetings on today. Heaps of betting opportunities. TAB.co.nz, $10,000 first fours each race. $50,000 terminating pick six on the last six at Addington on this enormous day. Grand Prix day, the inaugural running. Uh, it's going to be 26 degrees. They'll run some amazing times, incredible horses there on track.